Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of War Stories. If you have not seen the first episode that published on Monday, then be sure to check that out. And today, as the title says, we're going to be talking about Ryan going to college. So basically in episode one, just to recap really quick, I talked about high school graduation and kind of the jobs that I held up to college. Uh, and now we're slowly approaching the point where I actually talk to a recruiter and sign some paperwork. But before we get there, uh, I left off a transition of kind of starting college and working at Flying J, the truck stop in Hall River. Um, I'm going to take it a step back for a minute and talk about when I got back from Pennsylvania working as a cashier um, at uh, the Petro truck stop on Buckhorn Road in Mevin. Uh, so I worked there as a cashier in the restaurant, um, I believe before I graduated high school for a little bit. And then when I came back, uh, I worked as a cashier in the convenience store section um, in inside of the truck stop. I think that part is really important uh, because that's actually where my older sister met her husband, Chris. Um, and so, therefore, that's, that's when I met him um, at the time. Uh, obviously, they were uh, dating. Um, if not possibly less than that, maybe just flirting, um, in the, the truck stop. So I just kind of knew him as a guy that also worked there. Um, but fast forward once again, I'm going to college at Alamance Community College, working at Flying J and then, uh, all of a sudden my, you know, my 1992 Ford Tempo, eventually it quit on the interstate. Uh, I was headed home one day and it just died. I was able to coast off the highway. Um, and then my dad had gone to look at it. Uh, was basically like, it's just dead. Like it was just, it had had enough. Um, it, it was old and, uh, it just gave up. And so, um, then I got a Toyota, um, it just kind of, bouncing from beater to beater, so to speak. And then um, one time getting off the highway at home in that one, it had basically just quit. Um, and I guess dad had determined that that, that one wasn't going to hold up either. So at one point I was in between cars going to college and getting rides to and from home to school, uh, to and from work. And it just kind of became difficult and a little inconvenient to go to school, go to work at Flying J, and then try to catch a ride home. Um, it wasn't working out really well. It was very difficult for, for my schedule, for the, the people's schedule who were giving me rides. And so I basically quit Flying J and got a job at Cracker Barrel uh, up um, off the Elon exit because uh, that's. That's where I was living at the time. My sister, my older sister was attending Elon University. I was going to ACC and we shared 
uh, house together that we rented uh, for very cheap. So uh, it was a little bit better to get a job up there at the Cracker Barrel where that was about a mile from where I was staying. Um, in any case, I had to. I could ride a bike or walk uh, if I couldn't catch a ride. And then if it was raining or, you know, I, you know, was able to catch a ride, then I did that. So um, basically, I, get, I got a job up there and I actually worked, fun fact, at the Cracker Barrel uh, when they still had a smoking section. So if you know that Cracker Barrel, <laughs> when you walk in, um, I still look over in the corner and chuckle a little bit because all the people sitting over there are sitting in the smoking section even though they they may not know it or see any cigarettes and uh, i just highly doubt that when north carolina went and transitioned from allowing people to smoke in restaurants that restaurants went through any sort of cleansing or sterilizing uh, those sections i feel like they were just you know smoking was allowed one day and then the next day it wasn't so uh anyways i worked there catching rides to and from school still um definitely rode my bike a little bit more uh to get to and from work at cracker barrel um and uh that was that was uh that was an interesting job because i remember and i might have the timeline a little messed up but I just remember I was headed to a party uh, one time, uh, obviously on my day off, and I had my guitar in the trunk of my car, and I had stopped at the beverage gallery, everyone's favorite coffee shop up that way, and pulling out of the parking lot, uh, basically I was pulling out and checking over my shoulder at the same time uh, another lady decided to pull out from across the street i want to say it was like a kmart or something over there um and so the the, the way i figure we were both doing a, a head check at the same time and so uh as i was merging into the lane she had pulled out in front of me and clipped the front end of my car and the the impact was so extreme that it actually broke my guitar in the trunk which was interesting because she didn't hit the trunk, but uh, essentially broke it in half. And at the time, that was the only guitar I had. So, um, and I, I mentioned the beverage gallery because it, it was owned uh, by the Powells. Uh, they were great people. It was a great coffee shop. I, I wish it was still up there, but um, they found out that I had been in a car wreck. I was waiting in the parking lot. I was in one piece. But the biggest thing was the coffee I had just gotten uh, spilt all over the floorboard. And the one girl they had working up there came outside with the exact same drink that I had just ordered. And was like, here, they, they said to give you this. I thought that was really nice. Uh, replacing coffee I had just dumped all over my floorboard. Uh, waiting for the cops to show up and do a police report. Now I have no guitar. Uh, because it, it had broken in half. Um, and I tell you all that because I was still working at Cracker Barrel at the time. And so once my boss found out, he said, <coughs> excuse me, he said, well, I've got this guitar. I was going to learn how to play. I haven't touched it maybe two or three times. It was brand new. Uh, you, if you want it, I'll sell it to you for a hundred bucks. 
Um, and, and at the time I was like, well, let me think about it, you know, working my ass off to go to college. They want me to pay for classes. Um, that's not cheap. And then, you know, paying rent on an apartment, like I'm barely 18 years old at this point and I want a guitar, but, uh, a uh, hundred bucks was a lot of money back then for a, a guy trying to go to school and and uh, also pay bills. Um, and so uh, my one one of my grandmothers actually sent me. Uh, I can't rem- remember if it was half or the full amount. All I know is I got some money from her, uh, and then I must have dug up the rest or whatever. But he sold me a Takamini G-Series acoustic guitar. And so brand new, at least back then, uh, that type of guitar was probably about $400 brand new. Um, he had only used it two or three times. It is still, to this day, I still have it. It is still in excellent shape. Um, and one of my favorite guitars. But I thought that was pretty cool as well. You know, getting a car accident. Uh, old no-name acoustic guitar I had. If I'm not mistaken, it was actually a 12-string that I just had six strings on, um, which was kind of dumb, but I didn't know how to properly play a 12-string guitar. So, um, broken half right at the neck, uh, not really worth trying to repair or anything like that. Um, and then that guy was like, well, I've got a guitar you can have for a hundred bucks. And, uh, like I said, phenomenal guitar, uh, great sound. If you've never played a Takamini, I absolutely love it. I still have that guitar to this day. So uh, that brings us very close to uh, the end of my employment at Cracker Barrel and when I would be joining the Army. Uh, so we'll get into that. In the next episode, I, I think I want to tell you a little bit about uh, going to college. And the difference in my classes between my first semester and my second semester. Uh, But don't worry, because Chris comes back into this story. Um, uh, Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have brought him up. Uh, Of course, they are married now, but um, you're about to find out his involvement in me joining the Army. So we will uh, pick up there on the next episode of War Stories. If you enjoy this, if you enjoyed the first episode, Uh, If you enjoyed the Veteran Talk Show as a whole, then please leave us a five-star review. It helps bring the show to the service and put it in front of people who also might enjoy it. And while you're at it, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends to subscribe as well. My name, of course, is Ryan Smeltz, and I will see you on the next episode of War Stories.